Oh, yes. What's up, everybody, here with your old buddy, Tom, on a Tuesday night here in August of 2021. What's up? It's the best show, and we're back. And tonight, boy, oh, boy, do we have a fun one for you tonight. Tonight, the topic is 22nd Celebrity Impressions. Yeah, how's this work? You call up. You got 20 seconds. You call 201-332-3484. You got 20 seconds to do your impression. If you stop before the 22nd mark, bye-bye. If you go over 20, bye-bye. Maybe I'll ask for more. Maybe I'll ask for less. I am the arbiter of all on this one. So we'll take it where we take it and just do some fun impressions. Let's just have fun with it. Huh? Can we have fun for once in our lives? Huh? And I got a full crew tonight. Got a full crew. First time in a while. Full crew. Got uh, the one and only... Uh, AP Mike is on hand. Very excited to hear what he's been up to. Uh, we got uh, the wonderful uh, on hand also. Very uh, excited to catch up with him and see what's uh, what's what. And then we got uh, old uh, Mr. Lipstick City himself. <laughs> Hollywood holly dude we should change it to holly dude my holly dude now what should we change it to well look the three of you uh, i i i wanted a nickname and i don't know i'm not feeling any of these nickname pod god i don't know about that uh i do have a few for you tonight okay well we'll get we'll get into that later i'm excited to hear hear what you got um but we'll take it from here and we'll have a fun show. We're going to do the impressions. And also I'll say if any of the, uh, any of the, the, the crew have any impressions, you just let me know. You let me know. You come on, you do an impression. Maybe do your, uh, whatever your go-to one is, whether you do, uh, 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 one of those old Western guys, the Cowboys. Uh, gosh, uh, go, I'm going to go start dinner there. Uh, uh, ring the dinner bell. Isn't that like an old cowboy? Who did that stuff? Gabby Hayes. Walter Brennan. Walter Brennan. Well, I'll go fix some riddles. <laughs> we'll see yeah. uh, get by the campfire. Is that Walter Brennan? Yeah, that's close. Yeah. Never even saw any of this guy's dumb movies, and I'm already doing an impression of him. That's how <laughs> talented I am. You've seen him. He's he was in some big movies. What's it what 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 is what what's a big movie did? Terminator know, two? Stagecoach. Never saw Stagecoach. Nah. Has he uh, been in any of the Transformers movies? He was in a lot of a lot of westerns, like you said. Mm. Yeah. But no Transformers no. movies. <laughs> Well, I haven't um, seen any Transformer movies, so I don't know what they. We got to see if we go get Bumblebee to show up, and uh, <laughs> we got to 
for get Optimus Prime to come around. <laughs> I would honestly like like to hear what Mike thinks of a Transformers movie. We might just have to make him watch all of them. Yeah, that could be a new segment. I was thinking of segments for the show. Since like you and Jason like are out mic. there, this, the crew is sort of split up East Coast, West Coast. I thought maybe we could start a, a segment called Californication. And, yeah. and Jason and Tom would weigh in with observations about California life, how it's different from the East Coast. Uh, I thought that might be interesting. Well, that's an interesting take. Yeah. I can only say this. No, 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 no. California. California. I mean, are you a sublime fan yet? I don't eat no Santeria. <laughs> I don't eat no pork and beans. When I really, I really want to know. Are you hearing Are differences in the radio out there? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. There's only people, one good station. <laughs> people, I hear, people I hear got some bad taste. <laughs> they certainly love their red hot chili peppers yeah <laughs> and their kobe bryant murals uh-huh. and they're sublime don't stop make the weather high sign gonna go and beat the with the right line oh one of the worst songs ever chili peppers sorry no nah, i don't get it man i don't get it but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know what you're going to do? You're going to start the best show. That's what you're going to do. Who, me? Yeah, you. What is this? The yakety yakety yak all of a sudden? I'm having a conversation with myself. That's the other thing here, out here. Can there be a place that's like a diner that doesn't have to have some... I feel like I'm on the set of American Graffiti. <laughs> is everything I do? I got to go eat. I want to go eat a, a veggie burger. I got to hear at the hop every time every time i play was theme, this, theme 50, restaurants are big 50, no it's just 50 everything's got a everything's got a 50s vibe to 50s. it when you go when you want like a, a a diner everything is like 50s oriented that's weird suddenly yeah like I, I go like i gotta know how to hit the jukebox at the right angle to get it to play these places 50s we're past the 50s. Can we stop? Can we please stop with this 50s stuff? Uh-huh. Trying to eat a thing. I get it here. I, I, I got to hear. I go, I order a, a salad and I hear, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, darling. You think a restaurant's owned by Don K. Reed? Mm-hmm. I'm like, who owns this place? Don K. Reed? Which is worse, uh, doo or opera? Mike, who owns this place? Don K. Reed? <laughs> I don't know who that is, Tom. It's the doo-wop shop on oh, WCBS-FM. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I missed that. Uh, like I said, cousin, I was not a doo cousin, fan. Cousin Brucey's back there working the grill? Uh-huh. You get that one? I've, I've, yeah, no, I've heard a couple. Actually, I've, I've actually heard a couple recent Cousin Brucey shows. He does it from his home mm-hmm. now. And there's all sort of mi- uh, technical mishaps that happen on the show. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it's a little more inter- interesting than usual. Hey there, cousins. It's uh, cousin Brucey. I have been wrongly accused of murder, and I'm doing my show on the run 
from the law. Huh. Right now, I'm out in the woods of South Dakota doing my show, and here is the Buckinghams with kind of a drag. And his show is followed by Tony Orlando has a show. It's quite a lineup on Saturday nights. Oh, my God. Tony Orlando. <laughs> and he's got, he's got a horrible voice. He's got a horrible radio voice. The first time I heard him, I'm like, what is this? And he said, it's T- Tony Orlando. I was like, what, what does it sound like? Maybe that could be your celebrity impression, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah I'll, 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 try, I'll try and get some excerpts. No, why don't you craft it? Why don't you craft it? it? It's just, uh, yeah. Is it gruff? Yeah, it's sort of gruff. Yeah, it's a, sort of a gruff voice. Unexpectedly rough for a singer, right? I'm going to say this to everybody. We'll get more into this. It's time for the best show. Let's start (laughs) it. Let's start the best show. start it here's the music i want to play music for one second play a little song say rest in peace charlie ward charlie ward point guard of the Knicks died oh no charlie watts
Yes, best show, best show. What's up, everybody? Hi, yo, best show. Maybe that's how I'll start the show now. Hi, yo, best show. How's that sound? You like that, Pat? I don't like it. I love it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank God. Thank God. Hi, yo, best show. What do you think of that, uh, Hollywoodio? It sounded like it was going to go another direction with Pat for a second. I thought he legitimately didn't like it. You're but I full love it. You're in full announcer mode tonight. <laughs> full. Is it the new setup? Something, something you, something with your voice. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's right. good. But it sounds very pro tonight. It's a, it's a different setup. Um, <laughs> and now you sound even like. Yeah, I feel like you're about to inter- uh, start playing captain of of her heart next. <laughs> feel like feels like feels like it's gonna be too long ago, too far apart. You couldn't wait another day for like on the best heart. show, and uh, we're here. It would be like, yeah, it would be kind of like. Um, I thought you're gonna be like uh, some version of like you'd be like. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, the studio sounds very good tonight. And I want to tell you about this next song coming up. This next one is by a group from the 80s. The band was called Dublay, and the song is called Captain of Her Heart. Like, like that's what it, it sounded like you were building to that. Yeah, no. Well, this is the new setup. So this is uh, this is what it sounds okay. like. I just got to get ready. Oh, look, again, it sounds good. This is uh, good. What, what Hollywoodio. What is it? Hollywoodio. Hollywoodio. This is Hollywoodio. Hollywoodio. Hollywoodio sounds now. What do you think about that, Mike? Hollywoodio. <laughs> he yeah, like it. it's, it's, it's no, good. he hates it. I like it. <laughs> he hates it. You can hear it. It's hard to pronounce. Is it? I don't know. You, you feel like you, you're you're smooth with it. You, you can Hollywoodio. Hollywoodio? Yeah. Oh, okay. You say Hollywood. Then we'll just call it a Woodio. We'll shorten it to Woodio. Woodio. Woodio? Okay. You're making, it sound, like, you're making it sound like a, look, we're just trying to get you speaking Klingon or something. <laughs> Woodio? Woodio? Yes. Three syllables. Woodio. Now, let me just say this. Welcome to my friends listening to the best show. First. 47 years into this show. And here we go. 22nd impressions tonight's 22nd celebrity impressions. Want to welcome all the people who are new to the show, who maybe heard about the book. It never ends. Bestseller, national bestseller. A claim that. Uh, Flo, what's Flaubert make could make zero times zero. I'm, I'm, I'm batting a thousand. Flaubert was a loser. It was a total flop. His books never sold. But I, uh, yeah, I got mine. Sorry, Flaubert. Maybe next time, chump. So, yeah, there's people listening to the best show because they heard about the book and never read. People find it from Steven Universe. However, you got here, welcome my friend 
or new soon to be friend join the party and pat do we have any calls for the 22nd celebrity impressions i want to say yes we have uh oh wait a minute full phones full phones good that's what i like to hear now how am i going to do this countdown this 20 seconds should i get some sort of clock i'll start the clock i have a timer ready Okay, you'll start it. I'll say start the clock, and then yep, you'll start it. Great, the whole thing. And will I hear the ticking, or are you just going to say when it's twenty? I could make it so that you'll hear it go off at twenty. That'd be great. I don't want a ticking running through it because it'll distract the people. No tick. Ah, uh, thank you, Pat. Um. So. What other business do I have to take care of? Yeah, first of all, this George Lucas talk show. Can you tweet a little bit more about it? Any chance? Any chance something didn't go in my feed for the last 15 seconds? Just act like you've been here before, guys. Act like you've been here. Acting Patrick Contour acting like he, he's, he's thrilled. They're finally getting, they're finally getting some hits. God bless you, but uh, act like you've been here before, son. Right, Woody? Oh yeah, we've been here. We've been there for years. Yeah, we've been here for years. Not thrown by the uh, by a big moment. The, the, this kid's acting like like it's Eddie. You just want to hit a free throw, uh, half court shot. We ain't win no contest to get here. And I also want to say this. I'm going to air some grievances early on this. Just Kevin, the, the kid who runs Hollywood Handbook. How many times have I done Hollywood Handbook? 60? I don't know. I've done it more than any other, any other guest. Why? Nobody comes even close. This kid tweets. This kid puts on Instagram. Book of the year. Whose book? Not mine. No, for, uh, for Michelle from uh, Japanese Breakfast. And everybody loves that book. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Crying at the H Mart. Can't wait to sit. Can't wait to read it. Book of the year. Hmm, okay. Book of, I'll, I'll remember that, Chief. I'll remember that, Chief. Let's see if you get Michelle, uh, Michelle on the show anytime soon. Right? I remember. That's fine, though. Yeah, that's book of the year. Great. No, I didn't just write a book one month ago. Well, you, will it make you feel better, Tom? I'm almost done with Dune. You're almost and done with Dune. I'm almost You're done with Dune. Dune. I'm reading Why? Dune. Why? Why? You ran out of other things to troll? <laughs> you ran out of other communities to troll? I just love to go after the nerds, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's looking like uh, three stars. So you, 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 so you're your, enjoying your book. It. Your book's coming in ahead of Dune. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I would believe so. <laughs> Dune. I well, it's considered Dune. A, a classic, Tom. It's got a worm running around. <laughs> Look out for the worm. Uh, you're not I looking forward to the movie? <laughs> I got my salt. Where's the worm? <laughs> what is this, a uh, tequila? I feel like it's an evening at Cabo Wabo. Here. Not salt, spice, spice. Spice. Come on, Tom. Melange. The worm. The Melange. worm's going to... I hope the worm isn't mad at us. They call them makers for some reason in the book. 
the the worms. Yeah, I don't quite understand it. Some of the uh, jargon is a little off. I gotta worry about this guy running around trying to hide from a worm because <laughs> he's got his salt spices or whatever. Now I was a little I was a little dis- disappointed. I have to say when 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 the hero of the book finally rides the worm. Mm-hmm. He, the, he the, rides the worm. Yeah, he rides the worm. Yeah, and actually, the whole the whole crew, the whole crew gets up there. Wait, They're on top of this worm. Rudio? I said, "There's no point in me reading Dune now. I know what happened." You've had seventy years to read it. <laughs> yeah, There's no such on. thing as come a on. spoiler. <laughs> the book, <laughs> came, the book came out. Uh, Archduke Ferdinand <laughs> was, uh, was was reading this book. I, I have a question. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Which came about, first? Is it, is it about the worm? From yes, Dune? it is specifically about the worm. Which came first, Dune, Star Wars, or Beetlejuice? Because they all have sandworms. Bremers. D- D- Dune came first, and Star Wars blatantly ripped it off. Okay, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then so. so was, uh, but am, am I wrong? Beetlejuice had sandworms too. And and then Critters was brought up by Jason. That that's no, I said Tremors. Mm-hmm. Tremors. Sorry. Also, sandworms. Yeah. I guess it all comes from Dune. Dune was yeah. 1965. I mean, yeah. Frank Herbie invented the sand, <laughs> the worm. I guess he invented sandworms. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wonder when he saw when he saw Star Wars if he's like Frank Herbie's in the theater going like, "What? <laughs> the Sarlacc pit? That's my thing. Uh-huh. I came up with the bleeping Sarlacc pit." He's pointing at the screen. Yeah. Dear George Lucas, my name is Frank Herbie. I'm the author of Dune and all the Dune books. Son of Dune. Battle Beneath the Planet of Dune. <laughs> Return of Dune. Bride of Dune. You stole the Sarlacc pitch, my worm. Please send money. <laughs> Kindly, Frank Herbie, author of Dune, and all the other ones, Son of Dune, Revenge of Dune, Battle Beneath Dune, Dune meets Phantom of the Opera, Abbott and Costello meet the Sandworm. <laughs> But I was a little disappointed. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No. Oh, I'm still. <laughs> so, go ahead. What were you? So, what were so you? This big moment comes when the whole crew, they, they climb oh. on top of this giant worm. Yeah. And nobody thinks to say, I'm riding the worm. What I'm song is playing when they ride the worm? Nobody, nobody shouts it out, you know. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. <laughs> uh-huh. On a steel worm I ride, <laughs> and I'm wanted, wanted, ditto. Well, I'm a spice man. On a steel worm I ride. What if it's Dune or Alive? Dune, that's perfect. Dune <laughs> or Alive. That's amazing. This is the greatest. Let's see if we could get that on the soundtrack. Because who directed the guy who did Chappie directed Worm Worms Dunes Dune? What's his name? 
uh, French guy, right? French guy. Villeneuve or something like that. Okay. Well, if anybody has a connection to uh, Villeneuve, we have an idea for a song called I'm a, I'm a Spice Man on a Steel Worm I Ride and I'm Wanted Dune or Alive. Oh, my God. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. So nobody wanted to scream out, I'm riding a bleeping worm. Nobody says it. I mean, any, anybody who'd got on top of a giant worm would say that. Ride the worm. Ride, ride the, the worm. Yeah. Well, guess nobody's going to ride. Nobody's going to. I don't know. There's nobody's going to scream out about riding the worm. <laughs> but these Dune people, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and now Mike's out to troll them. Look out. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't, you know. I didn't get too many people offended by my comments. Did, um, is Dune the only series that Frank Herbie wrote? Pretty much. Yeah. I think that was it. He, he died, I think in the eighties. Yeah. After he yeah. saw uh return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I did some, uh, online research and it did seem like a lot of people tipped him off about how he had gotten ripped off by Star Wars. And uh, I think he mm. was pursuing things, but I don't know that there was ever a, a lawsuit or an agreement was made. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what are they going to say? I invented the sandworm. <laughs> no, there's other things about it. You know, the, the weird part for me is that, you know, we're in the future but for some reason, we're in the Middle Ages because there's dukes and kings and, you yeah. know, the whole royal family bit. I'm like, really, that's going to survive into the future. But mm -hmm. there it is. You know, I, I said that they're trying to class up sci fi. I mean, sci fi in, in the mid 60s was considered like pulp. You know, I mean, it wasn't highly it was respected. the lowest of the low. Yeah, it, it was not a respected genre. No. And um, so I think. Herbert thought this was a way to class it up, throw in some Shakespearean influence uh -huh. and, you know, a little razzle dazzle. Here we go. You know, it's, it's classy. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. it worked though. I mean, it worked. I mean, he, you yeah. know, I, I'll give him that much. I mean, the book was a big influence on what was to come. Guy knew worm. a guy knew his, uh, his Shakespeare is wormy Shakespeare or whatever you want <laughs> So he thought that either he thought that sci-fi needed uh, like a little like class, like uh, like to like a little a, a little pomp. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 you can see the heavy Shakespeare influence, you know, with the castle intrigue type stuff of mm -hmm. you know different mm -hmm. characters gonna betray yeah. another character yeah. and yeah that type of stuff. 
Because I mean, my favorite moment in Hamlet is when he, uh, when when Hamlet finally faces off against that giant worm. <laughs> Be gone, foul worm. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, let's get the show started. Pat, let's start with the calls, please. Yeah, yeah. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is John in Chicago. John in Chicago. What's up, John? Um, Not much. Got one for the topic. Okay. You have an impression. Do you want me to guess who it is, or are you going to tell me who it is? Um, I'll just tell you who it is. It's okay. um, it's Joey Ramone introducing a song and Didi Ramone counting it off. Okay. So you tell me when we're ready, and I'm going to kick it off. I think I'll come in. I'll clock in under twenty seconds. So no worries. But here we go. Okay. Okay, let's hey. start oh, the countdown. Okay. Hey, we're the and this one's called Rock Away Page. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Thank you. And if you want to chit chat with me before it, chit chat with me before it. I'm going to bounce you. I'm going to bounce you pretty fast, potentially, after the impression. Next call, please. And the number 201-332-3484. You want to get in on the action and call up for 22nd Celebrity Impressions. Next call. Hello. Besho. Hello, Besho. Hey, Tom. How's it going? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Dave in Woodside, Queens. Dave in Woodside, Queens. What's up in Woodside, Queens today, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot. Drinking some ice water, unwinding. So how you unwind? Nice glass of ice water? <laughs> yeah, not judging it. You're staying hydrated. That's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite non-ice water drink? Uh, I'm going to go with vintage brand seltzer. You like that burn, that old seltzer burn? (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing quite like it. (laughs) There really is nothing like the burn. You get a cold bottle of vintage seltzer. Is it a one liter bottle? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The standard size. I don't, I don't need the giant one. You get that thing cold. You take that thing, you pop it open, you make sure it's not shook so it doesn't start bubbling over. Because you know how strong the thing is. You look at that thing sideways and it's going to explode. That's right. <laughs> That's how carbonated that thing is. Then you, then you, dude, you don't pour it in a glass. What, what, what am I, living at the Ritz-Carlton here? No. <laughs> right out of the bottle. The challenge is to drink it and you see how much, how much you can how much you can drink in one thing before your mouth is on fire. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. 
how far can you go on a bottle? And a hot summer day, I could maybe get about a third down, I would say. That's, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. So what do you got for me, my friend? You got an impression? I do. I do. All right. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> the downside of giving an interview is that the interviewer will take my words to make me look bad. You don't know what I saw, and I don't say what I might have saw, so don't say what I saw. Now, what is the, who is that? Uh, that would be Robert Durst. Oh, it's Robert Durst. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's good. I thought it was William S. Burroughs for a second. I was actually worried it would be too too William S. Burroughs. No, that's good. Can I hear it again now that I know it's Fred Durst? Wow, Robert sure. Durst. <laughs> the downside of giving an interview is that the interviewer will take my words to make me look bad. You don't know what I saw, and I don't say what I might have saw. So if you say what I saw, I look bad, and now I now I feel bad. I love it. Any any opinions from the staff? I've actually never heard him speak. Okay. Woodio? I stepped away for a second. Who did he do? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Mike? <laughs> it's been a while since I saw that documentary, so I I can honestly say mm-hmm. I've forgotten what he sa- sounds like. So. What did he do, yeah. Dancing Outlaw? Robert Durst. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, take care. Okay, this crew. I stepped away. I don't know who that is. I forgot who that is. <laughs> I didn't forget who he was. He should have used a famous line. What was the line? Didn't he go off to the he, uh, men's room or something? And he went on mumbling he, to himself. He went over twenty seconds. I I had it set wrong. So now we're Fair now enough. we're set to seconds, not minutes. Okay, that Great. was on me. Thank you. Well, you that was twenty minutes long. <laughs> it would have been. Okay. Yeah. Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck two. I'm starting to do an Andrew Dice Clay one. I wonder if Andrew Dice Clay liked uh, William S. Burroughs. Maybe he went the to other visit. Day, I was reading Nova Express. Didn't he have. Did you junkie? Was that Pat? Didn't he have some sort of tank in his backyard? Dice? No, maybe dice. But uh, Burroughs had some kind of, um, I forget what it's called, but it's supposed to be some sort of weird, um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm blowing it, but I don't know. Didn't like Kurt Cobain visit it in like Lexington? He had some kind of crazy. He's out there in Kansas, I think he oh, was. Kansas, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. William S. Burroughs, not not my not my scene, man. Never got into it. Tried. I tried. 
Well, somebody let me know when they put the book back in the right order. Then I'll check it out. <laughs> right? Somebody piece those words back in the right order. Then I'll then I'll then I'll uh, see what's what. What do we got? Any other calls? We have any other calls tonight? Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hi. Uh, I'm. Uh, Wait, who am I talking like- to now? Yes. Yes. I'm. What? Whatever. Say that again. Sorry. What? What? Hello. 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 Hi. Who's who are who is this? Yes, I I would like to um I would like to I'd like to thank you. Okay. What's your name? Uh, my my name is Adam. Hey, Adam. How are you today? My name is Adam. I'm good. I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, uh, the the Western States. Okay. Somewhere out west. What? You're somewhere out west. Yes, out west, out west, out west. Okay. That's, uh, that's, uh, I'll say that, and that's... It, you're, not, you're not far from the truth there, right there. That's... Uh, I would say that the weather... Primal, primal being all... Okay. All right. What did you want to talk about? You wanted to uh, say something? You had, you had something specific you wanted to talk about? I did want to talk about something. I wanted to talk about uh, poetry. 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 All right. Let's see. What do you want to say about poetry? All right. Well, yes, I came to the days of the resistance without knowing anything of their style. It was a style of light, memorable consciousness of sun. You can never mm-hmm. fade. Even for an instant, even as Europe trembled. On the deadliest of Eve, we escaped with our household goods in a cart from Casaro to the village lost among canals and vineyards, and it was pure white. My brother left on a mute March morning in a clandestine train, his whistle in, in a book of pure white, and he, he was long in the mountains which shone almost paradisical in the blue gloom of Fulian plain, and it was pure light. In the attic of a farmhouse, my mother always watched these mountains 
hopelessly, already aware of fate, and it was pure light. But a few peasants around, I lived the glorious life, persecuted by atrocious edicts, and it was pure light. Did you, who, who I, 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 okay. I don't know what that was from. That, 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 that's, uh, that's remarkable. Do you have any impressions you want to do tonight, Adam? Because that's what we're talking yes, about. Do. Yes, I do. All right, let's hear it. What do you got? All right. Hello. Would you like to help me? You wouldn't? Okay. Well, would you like to help? Have me a brother. Grab me a... Help me. Help me. Come, come here. That's not right. All right. Well, that's 20 seconds. That's 20 seconds, Adam. <laughs> Who is that an impression of? That's Adam Driver doing... Uh, Adam Driver doing what? What? You said it was Adam Driver. Yes. Doing an impression of who? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate the poetry and I appreciate the impression. Thank you, sir. You have a grand evening. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay. Yeah, I stepped away, guys. What did I miss? Yeah, stepping away. More. I don't think Fred Astaire did as much stepping as this guy's doing lately. I thought that was a Dune fan, like coming for Mike. And eh, Dune. These Dune fans. Too busy riding the worm. I want to talk to a. I want to. I do want to talk to a Dune fan. If you're a heavy duty Dune fan, give a call. We got any more uh, impressions, Pat? One's on right now. One's on right now. Let's uh, best show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Dan. Dan, where are you calling from, Dan? I'm calling from a sleepy western suburb of Syracuse, New York. Nice. God's country up there, right? Oh, yeah. I'm looking out my window, and it's uh, absolutely nothing going on, just how I like it. Although 15 minutes up the highway, the great New York State Fair is slogging along in all its misery. Sure. That way, if you want to ever ride a Ferris wheel, right? Right. Right, or see rat. Or whatever. <laughs> or or what? Or go see Rat or whatever. You know, Rat or playing? They they may have actually already played. That may have been like an opening night thing. You know, the the, the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? I'd rather get bitten by a rat than listen to Rat. Yeah, absolutely. Same. So what do you got for me tonight, buddy? Oh, well, so what do you do when you go to that Syracuse State Fair? What, what was that run all summer long? Yeah, it runs uh, through the majority of August into a little bit of September. I haven't been 
in a while, though. I actually, a few years ago, used to write uh, concert reviews for the local paper and was sort of forced to go. I was on assignment and had to watch several, you know, um, less than appealing uh, free concerts there. So I, I, and when I was a kid growing up here, my parents used to literally say to me, do you want to go to the fair or do you want 50 bucks? And I always took 50 bucks. That yeah, that's fine like 50 with bucks me. every time. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, that adds up over time. You put it away and you know, you're going to remember whatever it is you buy with that as a kid, as opposed to the flash vortex that you work your way through at the, at mm-hmm. the fair. Now, let me just say this to you. You yeah. go to that Syracuse State Fair. When, whenever you would uh, decline the 50 bucks, there must have been one year you declined it as a little kid or something. Absolutely. Maybe it's time to go back. Maybe it's time to appreciate what you got in your backyard. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I remember as a kid going to see a shark show there. That was pretty cool. They played the Jaws theme and then uplit a tank, and there were some little reef sharks in it. And as a child, that was uh, that was good enough for me. Could you imagine that poor shark looks out of the tank? It's like, I was in the ocean <laughs> at one point. I know. Now I'm in <laughs> upstate in- New York. Yeah, I'm in a shed in upstate New York playing yeah. to, a, to an audience of... Uh, you know, slack jawed children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's, sad. uh, let's say that again. A little sad, but you know, I, I don't think they live too long. So. The show. What about, uh, what's your favorite, what's your favorite state fair food? What do you like? Uh, old, uh, old fried, yeah, uh, sure. you like a Zeppelin's you like those? I do like Zeppelin's. If I had to pick a favorite, I might go with that uh, potato that they skewer and then uh, they like open it up like an accordion and fry it and then like put a bunch of seasonings on it. That thing is pretty cool. I'm not yeah. too good for that. The things they can do with potatoes these days, I tell you what, huh? Yeah, it's one of the most versatile foods for a reason. You can do whatever the yeah. hell you want with it. You know what the big breakthrough for potatoes was was when they started putting a spice on them, just like in Dune. When Frank yeah. Frank Herbie actually started a whole thing by <laughs> getting the whole spice world right to to put uh, spices on potatoes. Yeah, wasn't there a big? Uh... There's a big piece that ran in one of the big outlets recently that they just posted a correction for. One of the food reporters criticized Indian cuisine uh, for being based around only one spice. And then I Which thought, is just not true. It's just false. And then, but then I so they they posted a correction for it. But then I saw this great tweet. I, I what well, would you need that. a correction for something so the, the there should be it should go far so far beyond a correction. Oh, uh, we want to make a correction. It turns out there's more than one spice in Indian food. The idea is like, also say just like, yeah, I want to issue a correction. It turns out you you can't. uh, Turns out it turns out you can't buy clothes at McDonald's. It's like it's. It says it's as profoundly wrong as it gets. That's not just like a little slip of a fact. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 incredibly wrong. Um, but there was some tweet. Somebody did a little Dune riff on that and said, uh, you know, what is the name of the planet? Arrakis? Is that the name of it? Nobody knows. It's not it. Nobody it's, knows. Uh, you go to Arrakis and it's all based. Their cuisine is all based around one spice, and it sucks. <laughs> Thought that was funny. No, I like I like that, and I'm excited. Do you think people are gonna get be like spicing it up when Dune's in the theater? Oh, are they gonna be like you know, like stealing some, the salt spice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would hope like, so. We can't, we can't, we can't Dune up the popcorn. Yeah, a bunch of a bucket you know, a full bunch of, of salt. High schoolers, a bunch of high schoolers are going to have to have their girlfriends with all their purses. They're going to have to, you know, smuggle all that Himalayan pink salt in there or whatever. Bring, my you friend, know, empty my friend, I just want to say something to you, my friend. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of non-dude nerds seeing Dune. Oh, absolutely. There's going to be tons of people of all walks seeing that. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's an event. Yeah. And I hope I hope when I see Dune old Frank Herbie's looking down on my theater saying Yeah. Saying thanks. I appreciate thanks, the uh thanks. Thanks Denise. I appreciate the support. Timothy and all the, you know. I'm yeah. up here in heaven riding a worm. Right. A worm you with wings. <laughs> right and then maybe it'll right. be like the worm is a vampire boom do 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 right all the worm songs we could get on the soundtrack if they haven't yeah, done a soundtrack for the movie yet please let me know i got some ideas between uh wanted dooner alive uh the worm is a vampire the worm is a sand pyre right sand i gotta get sand in there the worm is a sand pie. Boom, doom, 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 doom. Set the blame, right? We got to worm it up. I hope worm, worm it, it up. up becomes a, a thing. Hashtag worm it up. Let's start the hashtag for Dune. Uh, we'll say it's attention Dune uh, fans. Do this on the best show account, please. Hey, Dune fans, let's hashtag worm it up. I got it. Warm it up. Hey, Dune fans. What is it? The way Frank Herbie would. Let's warm it up the way Frank Herbie would. Yeah. And I'll hashtag warm it up. I wonder if Frank Herbie ever thought about starting a thing like uh, L. Ron Hubbard did. Right? He should have. Like a Dune, Church of Dune. The Church of Dune. (laughs) Yeah. We're about to see the Church of Dune happen. You got any phone? You got a, you got an impression for me, Chief? I do. I do have an impression. Let's hear it. You ready, little, Pat? Uh, you ready? Yeah, you're gonna start the clock. I'm starting the clock when Tom says go. Go. Hello, this is Matthew Broderick. No, I will not let you talk like that to my mother. No, I killed two women. I want to be a producer on the best show with Sharpling. Put folks on hold for John Worcester. Make 
Make him wait several hours. To All right, sing. okay. All right, now I, look. I, this is what I'm going to say. First, the guy's got to slip in a thing about Matthew Broderick's vehicular homicide thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, he went for it. You went for your your shock your shock jock. What, what do you think? What do you, you came over here from Phil Valentine's show? <laughs> you came over here. Phil Valentine passed away. Now you're looking for a new place. Did you help him yeah. write Vax Man? <laughs> I wish. And then you slid into the thing. You look. It was very impressive. It did sound like Matthew Broderick. So that's all I need. I just needed your validation that it sounded. Oh, you got like it. Did you awesome. buy my book? I didn't yet, but I'm going to. And I got to tell you, Tom, my buddies are are huge fans of your show, and they're the ones who put me on to this episode. I'd only listened to a few Night of a Thousand Pardos, so they've mm-hmm. converted me. And honestly, talking with you, you know, has been very pleasant. And I am going to buy your book as soon as possible. No, as soon as possible. You're clearly not going to buy it as soon as possible because as soon as possible would mean it's possible for you to buy it right this second. I'm buying it right now. I'm toggling to, to buy it right now. This worm is going to heaven. Worm it up. You got to get. I'm looking. I see 60 new, 60 new tweets from George Lucas talk show. Pat, Patrick Contour. 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 Tweeting it. Son, act like you've been here before. You you did you did a show. You 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 did you did an, you, you you dropped a hot episode. People people are paying attention. You did a hot episode. People are paying attention. Act like you've been here before. Yeah. Some low rent shenanigans coming over there. Yeah. Sorry. And that's the key. To, that's the key to life. Act like you've been here before. Yeah, Play yeah, cool yeah, once in sure. a while. I should have played it cool. I immediately. No, no, you did great. You did great. The exposition. You yeah. did great. Your friends are proud of you. Frank Herbie's proud of you. As Matthew Broderick's proud, proud of you, except for the part where you besmirched him. Except for the part where I brought up that 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 one moment. Yeah. Well, look, that's fit happened. You're you're a, you're a truth teller. You're a, you're a guru. That's right. You uh, you're like uh, Carlos Mencia. You say the things that we all think, but we're afraid to say. Exactly. Exactly. And on that and note, I, I say good night. Other people. Good night. Woodio. I like it. And it stands for Hollywood Dudio. I think it works. I also want to say this. I tweeted a thing about Jeopardy the other day. Boy, oh boy, these Jeopardy fans. That's a weird lot. It's a weird lot. Because look, the thing is, Jeopardy is the thing you get stuck watching when you're grand. You're stuck with your grandparents when you're little, and then you realize, as an adult, it's just all these people just memorizing stuff. I'd rather be an expert in like six things. There'd just be some fact, some regurgitation machine that can just barf facts back out at people. And I got blasted, but good on Twitter, including by, by the best show's own AP Mike. And we have a show that's 
for intelligent people for once. Now, trust me, Jeopardy's not for intelligent people. Jeopardy's for dummies who, who think they're intelligent. <laughs> Jeopardy ain't uh, for smart people. Tell me one thing you learn from Jeopardy. No, you don't learn anything. No, then but, it's not for smart people. But yeah, yeah. but it was very important in a bar. In, in a bar, mm-hmm. it's it's a way to outwit people in the bar. And so it's it's sort of you get a little bragging rights if you can run through a, a topic, a, you know, a subject. Um, it, it was entertaining. It, Jeopardy was very important in masses, mm-hmm. and there were there were guys that. I think could have been good contestants better than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was good in certain categories, you know, mm-hmm. in certain categories. I was very weak, you know, geography, um, international capital, stuff like that. You know, I don't have that stuff memorized. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. but, but there's, you have to have a base of knowledge to get a lot well, of you those things. Go stare at, you should go a- stare at a poster <laughs> then with some facts written on it. Tom, be good at those things. I, yes. I I almost tweeted at you. Because you're a big Jeopardy head also? I love Jeopardy. I watch it almost okay. every night. Well, you you spend ever, almost every night with your grandparents? No. I, wa- I enjoy 30, 30 minutes of... Uh, it's a of, popular show. I watch 30 minutes of, of drama-free TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost uh, tweeted at you too, but mainly because <laughs> I am a Mike Richards fan. Uh-huh. Let me just say this also. This is, look. Regardless of whether Jeopardy is for smart people or fake smart people, or you find it comforting, if you find it comforting, God bless you. If Jeopardy brings you joy, God bless you. You like hearing, uh, well, this river, what is the name of the river that the movie was named after? Boop, boop, boop. What is runs through it? That's a thousand points. Congratulations. You're our champion, Ken Jennings. But the thing is, this thing with these hosts, <clears throat> you got all they did. They did this trial thing, which wasn't a trial thing at all, where they would just like brought people on to fill in. And it turned out the the one guy who was hiring people decided to hire himself, which was a little magic trick he pulled off. I think I'll go with Mike Richards. That was gross. <laughs> it was nobody's favorite. Uh-huh. Thing is, is look, look, I didn't watch any of them. I watch any of them. Aaron Rodgers did it. He was great. What's his face did it? Uh, Lavar Burton did it. He seems to be the the one they think is going to make it. Yeah, everybody wants him to do it. Well, yeah. The thing is, can we? As a here's the thing, and this is also just maybe a larger note for the culture. Can we shift? Away, can we? Can we throw something to a non-millionaire every once in a while? Can a non-multi-millionaire get a job at some point in the scheme of things? We actually have it to where everybody's like, no, LeVar Burton, you can do it. This guy's set. All these people are set. How about you throw it to the the funny? Yeah, he's set compared to compared to the guy. Well, I say give it to you, Mike. (laughs) No, I I couldn't do it. No, but I'm just saying like. Look, and of course, it's celebrity culture. I know. And of course, I want to see a person of color get it. Of course. But it's just like we, we, we end up rooting for, for people who are set in life as if that's the drama of the world that matters. 
over actual people suffering. Because it's uh, it's because uh, it's entertainment. I know it's enter. I know I'm I, answering my own question. I think they should give Rogowski a turn. I don't know. He's too good for. I don't want Rogowski host Jeopardy. He's a millionaire. He's not a millionaire. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not a millionaire. No, not. I know that. Did LeVar like, Burton wear those cool glasses from Star Trek? No, he didn't. He's LeVar uh, Burton. He's not Jordy. Well, that would be they cool. Say, they didn't say and the and the and the guest host tonight, Jordy, and then like he beams in. <laughs> Like that would be I cool. Would, well, that would then I would I, want him. I'd be on board. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be financing some sort of like some sort of like some sort of uh, super super fund, not super fund. What is it? A super pack to get him as the guy if he was going to beam in as Jordy. I'd start watching Jeopardy for the first time. That's why I didn't think he was set because they made him wear those stupid glasses. For that run, you know. Well, I want look in the scheme of things. Who do I want to be the host? Not a rich person, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So let it be Levar Burton. I'm just saying, like our focus can sometimes get drawn so easily to to just watching rich people be rich, and sometimes it's just like there's a whole lot of people out there with not a whole lot. Did you ever see but Celebrity Week on, on Jeopardy? They dumbed down the show so much. I mean, it wasn't even like the same show when they'd have celebrities on there. I don't watch any of it. Uh. My grandparents aren't alive anymore. <laughs> I, I'm free of having to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I, spared. I, I haven't watched the show since I haven't been bar pet, bartending. So. Look, am, I making a, is my, does, am I making any kind of point that makes sense, though? <laughs> yeah. No, you're making your point. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch all these guests and the way it, it turned out. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was like a shoe in from the get go. What, what was the point of all these guests? Then? Throw it to the guy, throw it, throw it to some slob. Who's like the, who's like a smart slob. Mm -hmm. Let them host it. I mean, Trebek hey. wasn't well known when he started. I mean, well, he had done some other shows before. Well, there you but, go. Yeah. There you go. Woodio. Yeah. Alex Trebek was, was. What was he doing before it? Just low-level uh, game shows and he stuff? He was a broadcaster in Canada. There you go. He was not some big shot. He had another go game show, the, didn't he? I thought he had, the next he had another game show, but it was a small thing. Go find the next, the next candidate like that. Is the host from Joker's Wild still alive? <laughs> host from Joker's Wild? <laughs> I don't even know who hosted that. My Ugh, my man. favorite part of the show is when they uh, they come back from commercial and we we learn uh, three weird things about each contestant. Oh uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's my favorite part of the show. That's your favorite okay. part. Okay. What would your weird thing be, Pat? Oh man, um, I don't know now. But I I've ask me again later. I'll, I'll try to think of one. You wouldn't plug the best show. Oh yeah, I, I mean I plugged oh. the best show, but the, but but oh. we this isn't oh, a weird thing. It. Pat, it was the night. Pat just got exposed. So Mike, I, you'd plug the best show. Yeah, I plug it. I was All plugging right. it the other night to these guys. These guys were going on about some dumb podcast. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. So you know, I plugged the best show. They had to check it on their phone, like they thought I was making it up. Oh, that's great to know. That's where the that's where the 
That's where the public awareness is. Well, at. I'm we're, in we're the hinterlands. We're, cur- we're, currently at a po- we're currently at a point where people think the show's being made up. Well, uh, unfortunately, I'm in the hinterlands of central Jersey, and that's what, what I have to deal with. But I'm plugging the show. Thank you, Mike. Mike's where I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, yeah, I just feel like this was a Jeopardy thing. Just go find it. Go find some unknown person to do it. Not Mike Richards, or I gotta go watch uh, what's her face Blossom do it. I don't care. <laughs> she she made eight hundred million dollars off Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Or Aaron Rodgers, a, a, a legendary yeah, that's quarterback. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Tons of money this guy's made. Like they really need it. Who are the other ones? Ken Jennings, that bum. Well, yeah, I can't down, stand. Right? Can't stand Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings seems like one of these guys who would. Uh, he just seems like he just seems like a like a, a, a pencil pusher. But he, he seems like a by funny. the rules. He'd be like, "Well, it's not in the rules." So, sorry, that's the rules are the rules. I wish I could. I can't. Ken Jennings. He's also one of these not. He's also one of these like he's funny for a game show contestant. Put him right there with Brian Williams and with uh, put him next to Brian Williams and uh, what's his face? Who's a who's a basketball player who Rick Fox, just all these people who are just like amusing for other for being in other professions. Jeopardy. Well, it's for smart people, actually. No, it's not. <laughs> People with good memories. That's all it is. You have to know the subjects. No, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not just like rote memorization. Not, I'm I telling mean, you, if I was on Jeopardy, if I was a, a host on Jeopardy and I said, and tell me one other thing about that fact you just got right. Apple, Uber, 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 uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, no, I remember. And look, I don't have any proof on this. I think, uh, I think they they're watching themselves on TV and they already know the answers to the things. I think the little screens they got little screens back there, and they're watching they're watching the episode that they're on, and it's playing on a delay so they know the they have seven seconds to know the answer already. <laughs> you know, I want to see either I want to see host Jeopardy some 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 intelligent slob out there. Or the worm from Dune. There was a bartender who was a big winner on the show. Do you, do you remember him, Pat? I'm sorry. Do you remember the, the the big one of the big winners on Jeopardy? He would always come back for the champions championship tournaments. He was a bartender. He was a little obnoxious. He you know he 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 yes, was trying he, to be funny a lot of the time. Yeah, he, his name his his name is. Uh, also, uh, Rogers, but not. Is it? Uh, did yeah. they give him a, a, a shot? Austin Rogers is his name. Is that what his name? Austin Rogers. Okay. Yeah, and and he uh, he was very funny. They gave another tournament of champions guy a slot in the last round, which was uh, Buzzy Cohen, and I was hoping that they'd give Austin a shot actually, but I think he would make it too much. You know, he was a funny contestant, but I think he was he would take it too far maybe as a host because because the star as Jeb as Alex 
always said the star of the show is the game of Jeopardy. See, I got to say, guys, I, I kind of think Pat would be a great host of Jeopardy. Of the four of us, let's rank who'd be the best host. The be- Let's rank our, our abilities to host Jeopardy. I would say Pat won. Studio two. Mike three, me four. Are you four just because you wouldn't want to do it? Oh, I think Jeopardy sucks. So that doesn't that doesn't exactly help the the vibe on set. <laughs> that I think it's a, I, I thought think it's four terrible. Was, I thought four was the right. highest rank. So one one is the no highest? no 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 oh, okay. one is the first position. Oh okay. I'd come yeah, out I, and I'd, I'd say the if same. I was hosting, if I was hosting Jeopardy, I, I'd come out and say like. Welcome to Jeopardy. My grandparents are dead, so I'm not playing the game. I'm just working here. I stopped watching the show when my grandparents died because that's the only obligation anybody has to watch Jeopardy. It's a game. Now let's bring out the memorizing non-smart people. This, this human computer... Will is gonna gonna hork back some facts at us that they have no handle on uh, and cannot work into anything uh, practical. They can just regurgitate facts, and they have no feel for anything. Let's bring on Doug Richards. I think so, there's more to general knowledge than just. I think the people who who become good at the game, they study the categories and they sort of have a handle on what the popular categories are. Mm-hmm. But I but I don't think you can just you know there's not like some uh, book you can buy and, and regurgitate mm-hmm. facts that you think is going to be on Jeopardy. You have to have a general general knowledge. Yeah, sure, one of those sure. those annual uh, Guinness Book of World Records. That's all you yeah, need. Exactly. I got to go. You tell me Ken Jennings isn't just backstage staring at the Guinness Book of World Records. This contestant, uh, this this Guinness Book of World Records winners is two brothers who rode motorcycles. Boop, boop, boop. What are the two brothers in the overalls on the... That's worth 10,000 points. Congratulations, <laughs> Ken. What is the guy with the long fingernails? What is Hey Jude by the Beatles? Well, yeah, I mean, it, certain categories you'd be great at. I mean, they're, what the is music, Pastrami movies. I mean, do you, you, you've never watched the show and just sort of see how well you do on, in certain categories? No. What is the guy who can shoot milk out of his eye? Yeah. What is Kenneth Keith Callenback? <laughs> so I, what, give me, give me, um, what is your ranking, Mike? You were starting to say for of the four of us who'd be the best Jeopardy host. No, I, same ranking. You know, I, I didn't know Pat was a, uh, uh, an enthusiastic fan, so mm-hmm. yeah, I give him the nod. Because I think you know? Pat would come out. He'd wear a nice suit. He'd be very handsome and very presentable. He's he's a very he's got a very personable uh, presence. And he ran his, I mean, his, his radio show was technically like a, a, a television show. So, yeah. yeah, I think Pat would be great. I think Dudio would be a guy who people would be like, 
I can't. I like them. Not nuts about the. I can't. Uh, first of all, I can't understand them through that West Virginia accent. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and now it's time for double jeopardy. What? <laughs> time for what? All right, the categories: dogs, cars. What did he just say? Coal mines. <laughs> dogs, cars, drugs. Is that what you said? I said trucks. <laughs> trucks. Okay. Now, uh, Pat, what, Pat, what would be your ranking of the four of us hosting Jeopardy? Yeah, I'm. I'm with you guys on the ranking too. <laughs> but I'll. I'll say this. Uh, I. W- I won't be humble about that. I'll take the job if they're offering, yeah. or, or if they give me a guest host spot. I'll. I'll try it out. If there's any best show listeners that work with Jeopardy or no Jeopardy people, I would love to try it out. But I didn't sit here tonight thinking that was going to happen but i'll tell you i'll tell you that as far as being a contestant goes out of the four of us mike would take it i'm sure of it yeah mike would be a great contestant you should take the jeopardy test uh, i know i know some someone who took the jeopardy test and uh he didn't make it and i think he was pretty good um really i tried to i tried to get guys there were there were guys at masses these are well-read guys, you know, and mm-hmm. and I just we would sit there and, you know, the uh, there was like three other guys who were better than me. Uh, and I kept saying, you guys should be tested. I mean, one guy in particular. Um, but I've heard about that test and I don't know that I would do that well on it. Like I said, I, I'd be good at certain categories, mm-hmm. but there's there's other ones that I'm, I'm weaker in history, you know. The history I do about, you know, 50 percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the guys who were really good at masses were widely read in history mm-hmm. um, and history and geography, I think, sort of go hand in hand. You, you sort of become familiar with both when you're reading a lot of history books. So the, I think those people do really well. OK, so so that's OK. That makes sense. In terms of hosts, though, Dudio, who we didn't hear your ranking. No, I'm right with you. I, th- I think that's a. I think that's a good ranking. I just want to say something. All three of you ranked me last. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you ranked me last. You hate and it. You know you what? Yeah, you got contempt no, for no, the let, show. Let, let me finish. I'm going to say this. I salute all three. You made the right call. I don't want to host that dumb thing. I'm just glad nobody went. Oh, yeah, of course, Tom, you'd be the best at. No, I wouldn't. I like this. I like this new era of the show. Is that what we're in? A new yeah. era? People think I, the, 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 the crew on the show, not, no one's impressed by me anymore. <laughs> not big fans. We've entered that stage of the show. Right. Yeah, you would be the worst. Two years ago, no, you'd be the best. Oh, Tom. Now it's just like, yeah, no, you'd be awful at it. I love it. But really, just go pick some guy. Go to like, yeah, go to like a go go. Look, would Scott Rogowski be good? Yeah, of course he'd be good. But I, I don't want him to do that. He's too. He's too. He's too funny. He should be hosting that diarrhea show. What was that one? 
the diarrhea okay. challenge that got plug pulled. Oh, uh, ultimate slip and slide. Ultimate slip and slide. Yeah. They were going to do a show called ultimate slip and slide. And then they pulled the plug because contestants had, had, uh, had stomach issues. Yeah, they, they had uh, diarrhea on the slip and slide and it gave everyone norovirus, I think. Why would you not say we got a hit on our hands? <laughs> I was, uh, some people would say, we, did you hear what happened? Like they go to the boss of the network. Did you hear what happened? Somebody had diarrhea on the celebrity slip and slide <laughs> and uh, everybody else got sick. One head of the network would be just like, we only have one only one option. We need to shut it down. <laughs> Another executive would be like, we only have one option. We need to double the, the series run of that show and get it on the air live. Let's not pre-tape it. Isn't there a viral video about that? Well, I think there was a virus on set, Mike. There was literally a virus. There was a, there was plenty of stuff viral about that. Okay. But I mean, whatever stomach virus the person but, had. But I thought there was a video with some disgusting stuff. Can you imagine being on this thing and you're just like, yeah, uh, hey, how'd it go on Celebrity Slip and Slide? Yeah, funny story. Uh well, what happened? Did it go well? Did you win? Uh, I don't know if anybody won, really. I think we all kind of lost. I had uh, diarrhea, and I got so sick that I got everybody else sick. And then there was a thing on the slide. I didn't want to talk about it. It was so bad. Uh-huh. And the whole show's canceled now. <laughs> I call that I shit in the bed. All right, take it easy. Wow, <laughs> new freedom. No, no, we're rolling back. You're in the penalty box for that. You're in the penalty box. <laughs> 15 minutes in the penalty box. That's a professional term. 15 minutes in the penalty okay, box. Okay, okay. This guy. Hell yeah. I make an exemption for the guy one week so he could do his, uh, his Limp biscuit poetry. And then now he thinks he now suddenly thinks he, he thinks this is uh what do you think this is uh we think this is uh, Bukowski all of a sudden, right? We're doing he's doing uh, street house poetry No. Bukowski, I can't read that stuff either. I want to read no Dune and no Bukowski. Are we got any calls, Pat? Full phone still. Full phone. Let's do it. Let's do it. Give me, give me uh, who's been waiting longest, please. Line one to four. Start with one. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the best show. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Brian from Madison. Brian from Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. Home of y'all. NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. That's right. How's that feel? Pretty cool. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to any games, but I. Uh, yeah, I'm a, a bit of a fair weather fan. I guess I watched uh, this season <laughs> closely. Fair enough. Pretty, it's allowed. Pretty, oh yeah, it's allowed. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to do the state game. 
with Wisconsin, you used to do that on the best show. What's the state game? Where you say what states are touching it. Yeah, let me see if I can do that. All right. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. We obviously have we have Minnesota. Yep. Um Illinois. Yep. Uh and you have that weird thing with Michigan. I guess technically Michigan touches Wisconsin in some capacity, right? Yeah, the UP. The UP, uh, yes, the Upper, upper Peninsula. Yep. Or is there any other state touching it that I'm missing? One more. One more. So if we have Minnesota on the left and we have Illinois, I'm going to say on the bottom right. It's like directly under. Yeah. Directly under. And on the right to top, we have Michigan, right? Yes. So what do we have? Because next to Minnesota is are the Dakotas. So I mean, are we talking about? Uh, we're not talking about the. Uh, we're not talking about the the uh, Iowa uh, uh, Missouri connection there, right? It's not. That's over to the. That's over to the west a little bit further, right? No, you you got one of them, yeah. Is it? Is one it? Uh, it's Iowa. It's Iowa, the bottom yeah. left. Okay, there you go. I got them all. You got them all. I wasn't sure if you get the UP at all. That's yeah, no, one. that's a tricky one. <laughs> I saw somebody tweeted a thing where they were just like, "If Wisconsin can't take over that part of it, what what's going on with Wisconsin?" I was thinking of starting to do that i mean i'm in madison so i'm near the bottom but i'll make my way up there well you started at the bottom just like like your guy drake right <laughs> yeah i think he is he's a little further north yeah and i'm gonna say he started a little further north than at the bottom yeah toronto he was on degrassi, on degrassi. Yeah. i remember that is he in a wheelchair so what's that I think you. I, I, I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. So what do you got for me, my friend? You got an impression you want to do? I do. Uh, should I say what you it is? Tell- or you want me to just? Well, it's up to you. Tell me. It's at your your discretion. No, I think you might. Well, well, all right. Should I just? I'll just do it. Just go for it, my friend. All right. Start right now. Go. I don't know, Monk. Maybe the guy fell out of his car, and he uh, the car ran him over. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he fell on his own knife, Monk. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a... I don't know. Maybe he slipped keep going, and keep fell. Going. You're doing a very good job. I don't know, Monk. I, I don't know. Maybe the guy, he just uh, fell on the chair and broke his neck. I don't know, Monk. I don't know. The way you said Monk is perfect. You're doing <laughs> Ted Levine as Captain Leland Stottlemyre from the hit USA Network show, the Emmy Award winning program, Monk. Yes. I love well that. Well done. 
Me and my son used to watch it all the time. We're Who's your favorite character on Monk? Uh, might have to go with uh, Stottlemyre. There you go. I know they're all good. We got a Stottle. We got a Stottle man in the house. Stottlehead. Yeah, we got an old-fashioned Stottlehead in the house. Yeah, I got posters in my room, and yeah. Yeah, you got those 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 posters of Stottlemyre from Monk on your wall. <laughs> yeah, I need to get a signature. Usually, that puts you on some sort of list when you have <laughs> you end up you end up you're being monitored in some capacity if you have photos of the auxiliary cast of monk on your wall right yeah i'm probably on some list somewhere no that impre- that was a good impression you 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 surprised me with that one i i didn't know if i'd get hung up on or something but i had to give it a shot because i, I well, would you gave it a shot and now look at you you did it yeah all, all right buddy you look ecstatic. great thank you Next call, please. Best show, hi. Hello. Hi. Evening, Tom. How are you? I'm well. Uh, Who am I Matt. speaking? Uh, my name's Matt. I'm from Roanoke, Virginia. Matt, how are things going in Roanoke tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What do you do? You work? Do you work? You work in Roanoke? Um, I work. Yeah, I work around Roanoke and in it. And are you like? Do you, what do you dress up in one of those uh, colonial outfits? And give no, tours? that's Williamsburg. Okay. All right. So you so you don't dress up like one of those colonial fellas. No, no, no. I'm more like a uh, like a prospector. Um, it's like the closest town. Like when uh, Daniel Plainview had to melt down his uh, silver. It's kind of like that mm-hmm. town. Okay. Another <laughs> movie. Another movie Mike did not like. There will be blood. Really? Yeah. It's a good one. I know. You'd think. I guess maybe if Daniel Plainview would have put things in the form of a question, he'd be more into it. Or if he was <laughs> riding a giant worm. I'm riding a worm. My boy. I am a Dune fan. Um, I don't know if has anyone else reached that topic. No, we're ready. Let's talk about Dune first. Have yeah, you read yeah. all the books? Um, um, all of the six, yeah. <laughs> okay. And there's other ones that like his son wrote or something? Yeah, uh, with like another sci-fi writer. Uh, Herbie Herbie I think yeah Herbie Herbie okay because Frank Herbie his son Herbie Herbie wrote kept writing Dune books but I thought from what I am reading online they the worm just goes from different it's like it seems like the worm is just like Forrest Gump going from like historical event to historical event yeah, but it, as you read into it more, um, other things become more relevant about the worms, okay. like where they come like from. I, look, I don't want to read some book about the worm worm storm in the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> I tell you, if they had that, 
if those if those if those rat bastards had a had a a, a, a dune worm, we'd all be singing a different tune right now, right? Shy halud, yeah. I want to thank my friend the worm. <laughs> Great patriot. It's true. Isn't the worm from Dune Isn't is a great patriot. <laughs> um, I don't want to get off topic. Uh, I just, I've, um, I've been told I do a, uh, a good George Takei. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Um, okay, give me a second. Let me, uh, let me get a swig of water real quick. Um, I'm just going to describe a day at work in his voice. Cause um, most people are used to him as like Sulu, but okay. Um, I'm going to go now. So I found myself wandering through these corridors and this labyrinth of the receiving area of a grocery store. And I saw a clerk and he saw the trash in my hand and he said, uh, I can take that and dispose of that garbage as we, as we do with ours. It's a very good. It's a very good impression. It's very good. You think so? Yeah, that was good. It sounded just like him. Exactly twenty seconds. Man, that guy's got to get off Twitter, George Takei. I see those George Takei tweets. I am out. He came through Roanoke recently. I maybe uh, before COVID. I think it was a few years ago. Never mind. Everything no, go ahead. Close. Go ahead. Go ahead with your with your George Takei came to Roanoke story. I seriously want I to hear. I didn't meet him or anything, uh, but um, he came to the museum here in town, and a friend of mine met him face to face. That's that's cool. Yeah, we don't get too many. Th- I, I mean, we're known for Wayne Newton and. Uh, Crosby Stills and Nash in 1990, my first concert. <laughs> oh, yeah, REM in uh, 89, too. <laughs> well, that was Radford. What? Uh, there was one at the Civic Center, I think, right? No, they played. They stayed at the Hotel Roanoke, but they played the Deadman Center in Radford. Uh, okay. You didn't phrase yeah, it as a question. <laughs> Remember Rock and Roll Jeopardy? Oh yeah, was on VH1. I was a big fan. Um, Mark, Mark McGrath, McGrath hosted that. Up on that, yeah, dude. But he, my guy, Ch- a, my guy Chalky, my guy Chalky, uh, just got a got a little uh, a little uh, conversation going with Mark McGrath on Twitter. What did it? What about it Brian Eno? Literally, he got Mark McGrath to talk about working with Brian Eno. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't look at Twitter often. Okay, well, you might be missing out, my friend. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good. It's uh, good times. Yeah. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right. And when you look at Twitter and you see Rex Chapman, right? Do you follow Rex Chapman, Woodyo? I do because he follows me. And when when it's Rex Chapman, is that the Rex Chapman? It is. That's the that's the the Kentucky born three point shooting 
NBA player? The one and the same. How did he become so well known on Twitter for doing politics? He tweets constantly. Maybe that's what I get to do. Tweet 70 times a day. Just articles and stuff. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Got another call for me, Pat? Sure do. There's one live now. Best show, hi. Hello, Tom. This is John Houston calling from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Hi, John Houston. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Not enough to be started in character. It makes me feel like I'm trapped in a wax museum. Well, I could have gone with Rex Chapman. I was very close to just, you know. I am trying to talk to you about my daughter. (laughs) Mr. Gittes. Mr. Gitz, you must understand a few things, Mr. Gitz. Oh, Pat just gave me the beep. Man, he really is. He's. I think yeah, he's lying. I think he's. I think he thinks he's the, the host of Jeopardy now. He's running. He's running like a tight ship over there. As Alex would say, I have control of the board. I have a question about this television program, Jeopardy. What are they really putting in jeopardy after all? Well, this is fake because John Hewson would know about Jeopardy based on his age. I like when my grandchildren come by to watch Jeopardy. I don't think I watch it with my mother, with my daughter, <laughs> my sister, my daughter. And don't forget my son, my lovely son Danny. Didn't he do, didn't he do a, uh, no, Orson Welles was in the Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, John Houston was in the Hobbit, the, the Bass and Rankin Hobbit animated Hobbit. That's right. Yeah. He, he was Gandalf. Yeah. Well, I that Lord I of the Rings, that Lord of the Rings ran its course, right? I'd use John Houston, in fact. Yeah. Some economic filmmaking. I like your impression. I like your impression. What else you got, buddy? All right. Anything? <laughs> no, no, that's it. I was going to tell you I love the book. I was going to tell you, as John Houston, that I've decided to cast Bob Mitchum to play you in the film. Oh, that'd be amazing. The friends right? of Tom Sharpling. Make it like Eddie Coyle. <laughs> you ever see that movie? I think I did. I think I plowed through the Robert Mitchum catalog at some point. Mm. Who was the guy with Love the him. battery on his shoulder? I was like, hey, do you knock it off my shoulder or what? Who was that? Robert Conrad. No, it wasn't Robert Conrad. That's Ironsides. Who was the guy? Mike, you know the guy I'm talking about, the battery on his shoulder. Remember those commercials where he's like, yeah, you're going to knock this battery off my shoulder? Yeah, I think I think it was Robert Conrad. No, Robert Conrad isn't who's the who's uh, who's the guy from uh Ironsides? 
that was um I'm blanking out. Here's some typing. Here's some clicking. <laughs> Someone's going to have an answer. Jeopardy. This is your Jeopardy champion here. Yeah. Googling. Yeah. Raymond Burr. No, Raymond Burr was not Ironsides. Yes, he was. Hold on. Now I'm wheelchair, I'm, right? We're talking about the same hold guy. Hold on. Hold on. Ironside. I know people are screaming. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was Ironside. Then who was the other guy? Who's the guy I'm thinking of? Who's the guy? Who's the who's the the heavy guy with the bald head and the mustache? Orson Welles? Oh, not Orson Welles. I know. You, yeah, I know who you're Wells talking about now. Hair. You know I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was another private eye. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was another private eye. I know people are screaming right now. Screaming the answer. Yeah. Cannon? What was Cannon. that? Who's, what's his name? What, yeah, what's uh, But wait a second. Now, I, I, I literally Googled battery on his shoulder commercial and it was robert william conrad Conrad. william conrad so you mixed up robert conrad and william conrad yeah robert conrad did the battery commercial william conrad was canon or this is a fun show for everybody (laughs) tonight we went we went really deep tonight yeah this this is going right into av club (laughs) yeah this is going into the gilbert we're really winning we're really winning the kids over with this one tonight a robert conrad versus william conrad extended argument tarantino really bad mouths uh robert conrad in his book did you read his book tom no i didn't read it yet no he bad mouths him Apparently, he was not well-liked by the stunt community, stuntman community. They didn't like Robert Conrad? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll be a stuntman. Maybe that's <laughs> what I should do. <laughs> I knew he was a stuntman. At one of the bars, this guy used to come in. He did it for years. Uh-huh. He didn't look like a stuntman. I mean, he was, he was not, like, particularly physically fit. But um, he did it for years, and he showed me mm-hmm. some of his stuff, and he was still working. Into his fifties. Oh, good for him. I might, yeah. I might join him. I might join him. William Conrad, Rob, guys, Robert Conrad's like, yeah, I dare you to knock this battery off my shoulder. <laughs> you know, do him. I go right, slap him right in the face. <laughs> I just slap him. And he'd flinch and be like, yeah, you knocked the battery off your own shoulder. Now pick it up. Now ba- balance these AAA batteries on your shoulder. <laughs> I make I give them a mouthful of triple A's. All right. Th- thanks, thanks for the call, uh, John Houston. Yeah, anytime. Let's take some more calls. Pat, more calls. More calls, right live. Special, hi. Yep. Hello. 
Hello? Hello, hi. Welcome to The Best Show. Oh, hey, I'm on, Tom. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Juan in uh, Hartsdale, New York. How you doing, Juan? I'm all right, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, my friend? Um, I have an impression. Before that, I just want to say I, I finished your book a couple weeks ago. I enjoyed it a lot. Congratulations Thank again. You. Thank uh, you, you son of a gun. You did it. Thank you. You could have said yes, OB. You can say it. Oh, yeah, SOB, you did it. You know what the name of uh, on William Conrad was also on a show called Jake and the Fat Man. Get this character name, Jason Lockenvar, and then Jason Lockenvar McCabe, and his nickname was Fat Man. Wow, really neat. I didn't need to Lockenvar. That's like that's like a like a nineteen twenties actor type nickname when yeah. no one really cared about making yeah. fun of people's appearances, right? That's one where I'd be just like, We got enough of a show Bible. I didn't need to know his name was Lockenvar. Right. Now look, whatever. Jake and the fat man, I don't know. William Conrad, I would seem like a I wouldn't have messed with this guy. Seemed like he seemed like uh, he seemed like he's made of cement. Seemed like a tough guy. I'd still fight him. <laughs> I guess they're listing the group of people I want to fight. I would back you, Tom. Okay, let's start the list tonight. Okay. Who wants to write it down on the best show side of things? I got it. Okay. Clay Matthews, number one, Clay Matthews. Wow. Number two, Terry Crews. Number three, Joe Rogan. Number four, Bob Odenkirk. And put in parentheses when 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 hundred percent healthy. Oh, that's cool. I, yeah, I'm not gonna fight him now. Let's let gonna... the guy get better. But I want to fight him in full nobody shape. <laughs> <laughs> let him go get ready for nobody too, and then then well then I'll square off with him. Would would you undergo a training program like Bob Odenkirk do, or are you just like oh yeah solo dolo on your own? Yeah, for him that was a training program. For me, that's what I call Wednesday. Yeah. Exactly. I'm kidding. No, this guy was jacked in that thing. Um, no, I, I look. Well, yeah, who else? Who well, else uh, is, there an, is there an NBA player you think you can take on? Wally Zerbiak. Well, Tom, I think with the exception of the first two, you at least have a height advantage on everyone here. Yeah. Um, who else would be good? Who else would you want to see me beat the tar out of in a fight? Mike Francesa, maybe? No, that's easy. Okay, sorry. Can, sorry, Tom. Let's make it a challenge. Okay. Ted Lasso. <laughs> Put Ted Lasso on the list. 
but then like while you're beating up Ted Lasso, he'd be like, uh, uh, like, well, I say, am I a bunch of Florida oranges? Cause I'm getting beaten to a pulp yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly what are you, what were you writing for season three? Uh, yeah, the application went in earlier today. That's the only joke that was on the paper, but, uh, yeah, what am I, a bunch of Florida oranges? Because I'm getting beaten to a pulp. And look, this Ted Lasso's fine. It's fine. It's like it's like eating mashed potatoes for dinner. It's comfort food. Right? I ain't exactly I gonna bring the ha- ain't exactly gonna bring the house down in terms of yucks. But good, that's not what it's designed to do. Yeah. God bless them. Hey, look, people are very fragile lately. They need a show that makes them feel cozy and comfy. Then they go watch Ted Lasso. Good for them. You want to get a little squirmy? You go watch White Lotus. Yeah. No, yeah. White Lotus. Who in a White Lotus? I'll fight. What's his face from White Lotus? Uh, Uh, My roommate. My roommate. Right. I'll fight him. (laughs) Plop from the office. Yeah, plop. I'll fight Chunk from Goonies also. Chunk now or Chunk? No, these are real fights. This is this ain't Rocky Rocky Six where we're gonna do some computer simulation. Okay, I'm gonna be squaring off against these people. Right, Clay Matthews, Terry Crews, Bob Odenkirk, in full nobody training mode. Um. And look, I don't I look God, I'm so happy he's healthy. That's the only reason I'd make a any kind of joke like that, because he's <laughs> healthy. What a relief. Well, seriously, one of the funniest people it's ever happened, right? Right. Who else would I fight? First quarter. Who? Seth Green. Seth Green now. Nice guy. What about John Cena? Yeah, I'll fight John Cena. Mike Myers? Nah. Jose Canseco? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? Nah, I can beat him up. (laughs) What about Jose Canseco? Yeah, it's better. Jose Canseco. <laughs> Judd Nelson put him on the list. What about so these these roided out guys? You think you can beat them because they can't lift their arms? What about yeah, Judd? Just get him. What about yeah. the other Judd? Judd Apatow. Put Apatow on the list too. Put Judd Apatow and Judd Nelson together, and Judd <laughs> Reinhold. I'll fight all. I'll fight two Juds and a Judge, <laughs> and then put Judge Joe Mathis on also. I'll fight two judges and two judges on the same night. Can it be refereed by Judge Judy? Yes, it can. Who else? Kevin Smith. No, I'm not going to fight. He's a he's a, a peaceful soul. Jason Mewes. <laughs> Jason Mewes. Now, but what's his face on? Steve, Dave. Steve. <laughs> I 
<laughs> They're filming. <laughs> They're filming this weekend. Yeah. Knows your phone didn't ring on that one. Yeah, no, it didn't ring this time. Yeah. I got all, cut. All, all of us are realizing when the phone don't ring for those follow-ups. <laughs> somebody ratted me out. Yeah, somebody equals 150 <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Who else? Who else should be on this list? Um, what about Steph Curry? No, I like Steph Curry. Okay. Dray- Draymond Green you could put on the list. Also put R2-D2 on the list. George Lucas Talk Show. George Lucas Talk Show. Is, that, is anybody worried? They haven't tweeted. They haven't tweeted in thirty <laughs> seconds about their episode from this week. Wait, is that an actual thing? I hear you've been talking about it, but like, I don't know if you're joking that George Lucas has a talk show. No, it's not a real thing. It's a comedy thing. It's one of the funniest. Oh. Okay. It's, it's a really funny show. It's a really funny show that needs to adjust its social media presence. <laughs> um, I'll fight both Brolins. Put both Brolins down, Josh and James. Ron Perlman? Mm, nah, I'm done. I'm Ron Perlman's okay in my book now. I've softened, softened my stance on Human Giant. I'll fight all three of them. <laughs> the Wahlbergs? Put all, wall, all Wahlbergs. So what is that? Donnie, Mark, and Paul? Yeah. Now, in the show where you fight the Judds, Judd Apatow and Judd Nelson, would, can the theme song be done by the Judds as in Ashley and Winona? Oh, I would I assume it would be. I would assume okay. the Judds would do this. The would be performing maybe the national they, anthem. Maybe they can announce it. Yeah, or maybe you could, Pat. It would be a good a good way for you to show your Jeopardy skills. I could be <laughs> I could be there with the Judds, and you could say to them. Uh, you could say, "What is Bubba?" Like something, try to like put jeopardy on everybody's brain. This fight is going to put Tom in a lot of jeopardy. <laughs> if I was a contestant, I would say, "What is a humdinger of a fight?" It's the way that that the network breaks me in. Like it's like mm-hmm. a, it's like putting me um, next to the um, Thanksgiving parade announcements. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Ted Lasso's still on the list. Number six. Put the worm from Dune on the list also. (laughs) Worm. That worm. Oh, no, it's the worm. We stole too much salt. Would this be happening in rounds, or would you be 
taking them all on one, one at a time. One at a time. Okay. Like Kumite style? I don't know what that means. Don't worry about it. Because I was thinking, what if not? You, what if you gave... And this is another thing I want to do. Uh, Pat, I don't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, please. Go ahead. God, now you go. No, no. I want to do a full exploration on this show of no of the phrase no worries. <laughs> An episode dedicated to no worries. Everywhere you go, no worries. No, I'm not worried. Um, I went I w- I went to, did I tell you about the donut shop? Did I talk about that one already? No. No. When I went to the donut shop, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get uh some donuts." From this uh, very pricey vegan donut shop, and guy goes, uh, "You know, if you get uh, you can get six more donuts for uh, ten dollars." First of all, that doesn't sound like no bargain. Second of all, how many donuts am I supposed to eat? So then I say, "Oh, I'm all right with that. I, I these are enough. There's more than enough." Oh, no worries. No worries. I'm not worried. When did no worries become so comfortable for everybody? Rather than go, okay. I'm not worried. I'll say sometimes you say like, I'm gonna get the uh, the green one uh, instead of the blue one, and then uh, then you go they they hand it to you and you go you go thank you they go no worries. You'd say you're welcome instead of no worries. This needs to be a cultural exp- exploration of the the no the concept of no worries. I remember that being popular like a couple of years ago. Maybe it's it sort of took its it took a while to get across the country. Mike, no worries is running rampant. It's running rampant <laughs> over there. I yeah, remember it's when rampant it, everywhere. Like, it was in vogue for a while, but uh, I haven't heard it lately. Well, I'm ready to fight back against it. And I, I, say, it, I say it too much, guys. I, I admit it. I'm standing up. Okay. No, I don't have then a problem. You, then, then you could be one of the leading people. I want you to speak at this No Worries Symposium okay. I'm putting together. Is this next week? Is this next week's show? It might be, yes. <laughs> also, if, you, if you're going to... I'm looking at Twitter now. From the Best Show account. I was wrong. REM played Roanoke Civic Center in 1980. It makes it look like I was wrong. No, I said, I, it says Hollywood. Twitter from your account. Twitter from your account. apologizes. Yeah, all right. Tweet back, yes, worries. I want you to tweet to your, I want you to respond to yourself. Yes, worries. Yes, worries. Pat, you want, uh, what, what's this? You got an impression for me, Junior? Yeah. Uh, give me one second. You'll figure it out. I don't think I have to tell you. So it's <clears throat> whenever you say go. Go. Hey, New York City. It's cold and it's damp. And all the people dress like monkeys. That's it. Those really, are those really the lyrics? Those are the lyrics. He's supposed to be good with lyrics, huh? Yeah. He ain't good with music. <laughs> have you heard Thank that song recently since being in L.A.? No, I have not. 
Oh. Thanks for the call, buddy. How many calls we got, Pat? We got full phones still? Tris, three calls. Let's do these three, and then we'll see where we're at. Bound on out. Bound on out. Bound on out. Listen to Sublime. Playing on the radio. Staring at a Kobe Bryant mural on the wall while I eat a stupid hot dog. Beshow, hi. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Craig in Jersey City. Craig in Jersey City. What's up, Craig? I have an impression, but also I wanted to say about Jeopardy, it's a button-clicking game. They turn yeah, down that's... the temperature in the studio, and it's whoever loses circulation in their hands last. And what, is your, what is your name again? I'm so sorry. Craig. Craig. First of all, Craig, you can click the energy up a tiny bit. <laughs> Secondly, but but I'm going to say this, Craig. You're the best caller of the night. <laughs> and this is this is just shows. This is all Jeopardy is. You go you go stare at the poster with the the periodic table, right? And then you pra- you practice your clicking hand. That's all that is. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a game of muscle. Well, must be playing bar trivia, like from one of those machines on the counter, uh, like the games on the on the bar top. Yeah, I was uh, on a local game show as a high schooler on cable vision and freezing studio. Only managed to buzz in once. <laughs> Because you were so cold. Yeah. You sure? Well, I'm amazed you didn't bug in a bunch of times where it's like, because your fingers shivering. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you got for me tonight, Craig? Uh, so this impression, I think you'll get. Uh, so just let me know when to start. Go. Now, Tom, as I join you on this hot August night, it reminds me of a song I sang on another hot August night 49 years ago today. Songwriters find inspiration in the stupidest of places, and I was inspired by a new ice cream parlor that had opened up, Baskin Robbins. 31 flavors. How could you choose just one? No, wait. Now, who is that now? That's Neil Diamond? Yes. I like it. Yeah, I thought you were going to sing a little bit, though, where you'd be like, Jesus Christ, Fanny Bryce, Martin Luther, and the guy from Sublime, and we're all walking down the street having... No? Porcupine Pie is kind of the extent of my knowledge. Porcupine Pie, Porcupine Pie, Porcupine Pie. Vanilla scoop of of fruity blue cheese. Yeah. All right. What do we got? Thank you for that, buddy. You're great. Have you Bye. Maybe I want, maybe I want, maybe I'll have another scoop. That's good. Neil Diamond. 
Jeopardy. Mike Richards. I think we're going to go with this kid, Mike Richards. But you are Mike Richards. Did anybody check the tape out of this Mike Richards? Yeah, Mike, we have. Sick. Sick and sad. Equal parts sick and sad. One part sick, two parts sad, actually. Next call, please. Beshow, hi. Hi. This is uh, Sharon in Los Angeles. What is your first name? Sharon. S-H-A-R-O-N. Sharon. It's good to hear from you again, Sharon. Thank you. Good to talk what? to you. Where in Los Angeles are you, Sharon? Where in Los Angeles? I am in North Eagle Rock. Nice. Cindy's. Yeah, I think I went there one time. Weird outdoor bathrooms. What's that? Weird outdoor bathrooms. Did you grow up out here? Uh, no, I actually grew up in Orange County. I don't recommend that. But you grew up in California. Yeah. Not too far. It's so strange, Sharon, and maybe you can relate to this. Did you have one of those schools that had the lockers outside? I sure did, yeah. Because uh, I can just tell you, when when you're a kid growing up anywhere but in California, and you see that in a movie, it's the weirdest looking thing you've ever seen in your life. It's and then much all you I realize it's 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 just because it seems like such a it's so it just you're used to everything being inside. Obviously, when you're a when you're a kid. In other places, can't have no lockers outside. Yeah, it's it's weird, and they, it, I don't know. It's probably the same experience that you would have had with the indoor lockers, where it's like on the wrong side of the school, and you got to run across from your locker to your next class, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And if I think about lockers too much, I'm going to have nightmares that won't go away. The combination locks. Oh. I know I'm doing it right. Why won't it open? Uh, that first day before, like, you get that lock, and then you're, you're home, like, practicing it. Like, I remember that, like, practicing the lock before school, before the beginning of school. I got my lock. 26, uh, 26, 9. 18, 26, 9, 18, 26, 9, 18, 26, 9, 18, just trying. What was it? I can't remember. I wrote it down, but I wrote it down on a notebook that's in my locker. <laughs> keys in the car, keys locked in the car situation. Yeah. Real keys in the car situation. So, Sharon, you got an you got an impression for me? I do, I do, and I think that uh, you'll probably recognize it. Are you ready? Well, let's hear it. I'm ready. Go. You 
don't appreciate a, a lot of stuff in school until you get older. Little things like being spanked every day by a middle-aged woman. Stuff you pay good money for later in life. A Wally Wacky Man? No, it's, it's Emo Phillips. Oh, it's Emo Phillips. Okay. I was going to say it was either Wally Wacky Man or um, that owl from the Tootsie Pop commercial. Oh, yeah. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? That's the owl as Emo Phillips or vice versa. One, two. Yeah. Man, that owl liked its candy. Sure did. I don't know if it's good to give owls lollipops. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they, they probably are pretty efficient at crunching them, though. Oh, I bet they are with those beaks. Put some animals on this list that I'll fight also. Oh, you know who's a good one to fight is, uh, the, you know, the fruity striped gum with the zebra that plays all the sports. Yeah, I'd fight to put that down. The zebra from Fruit Stripe Gum. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Who else? What other cereal mascots? Or what about Jaws? I'd fight Jaws. Put Jaws on the list. See, Jaws is the name of the story, not the shark. About a shark named Jaws. No. I'm pretty sure it's the shark. See, what you just said is right. The shark, it was just called the shark in the story. Uh-huh. No, his name was Jaws. No, no. Jaws it's, the shark. No, it's a common misconception. Jaws is the name of the movie, the book. And uh, the shark. And the story about the shark. Named Jaws. No, it's yeah. just called the shark in the movie. And the book. Mm. The shark from Jaws. I, you know, I remember a scene where Richard Dreyfus is like, I'm worried that we're going to get bitten by Jaws. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's in there. Well, then why are there two sharks in Jaws 2? See, I never Both saw in Jaws. Because there's two Jaws. <laughs> Bad, you're really going uh, uh, to... This is not befitting this Jeopardy job very well. When Sony, the category when the category is Jaws, you're you're uh, you got to go along with the truth on this, not your own answers. See, I would check with the judges, and I'm pretty sure they would side with me on this one. Okay. Let's see. Who else do I want to list? Clyde from uh, the Clint Eastwood, from any every which way but loose. That orangutan. You take your face off. Yeah, or I'll take his face off. <laughs> what about well, what makes a good fight, fight, Mike? What's that would now? Fight, would you fight Clint Eastwood? No, nah, it's not fair. Yeah, if only it could have been 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> he could use a little, he could use a little roughing up probably. Getting yeah. too comfortable in Hollywood, right? Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah, yeah. I would, I would have fought old Clint Eastwood. 
Do we have a contemporary version of what he is? Um, who would be the current Clint Eastwood? Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah, probably. I got a gun, and I'm out here trying to stop people. I got a forty-four Magnum. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you feel lucky, punk? <sighs> Gross. Yeah, it is gross. Well, Sharon, thank you for the call. You're welcome. Have you take care. Is that it for the calls? You're on your last one now. Oh, I'm on my last one now. Let's do it. Best show. Hi. Waiting for the worm. Worm to come. I just got what song that. is that? Waiting for the worms. Pink Floyd? Oh, yeah, Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah that I might be a like little this. on the nose. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, why not this? Do everything. Worm, worm, worm. There is a season. Worm. Right. A time to get spices. A time to... Whatever happens in Dune. That's good. I, I like that. It's a little bit more innovative than, than waiting for the worms. Thank you. You got to bring a little something to the table, my friend. Who is this? Who To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jesse from Seattle. Jesse, how are you tonight? I'm fine. Not great, but, you know, the best show helps. Man, this kid is still tweeting about this thing. This kid from uh, George Lucas talk show. Do you Son, want me to get him on? What's that? Do you want me to get him on the show? Why don't you call him and just tell him off air? Say like, hey, Tom. Tom wants to know if you're okay. You're sure tweeting about this thing a lot. I'm here. With, I'm busy with my friend, uh, Jesse. That's me. What do you got for I was me, Jesse? I was gonna do a, a little a little impression, and I was hoping you might you might guess. Let's hear it. Okay, uh, let me think about this. Hey, Tom. Um. Well, I didn't really have anything prepared. Now that I think about it, but oh. um, I guess. I'm just uh, going to keep talking until the timer goes off. I'm oh really hoping God. that maybe you'll be able to guess who I oh. am. That is brutal. It's a brutal takedown. <laughs> it's a brutal takedown of Wally Wacky, man. <laughs> I want to point out that this caller had this lined up and it was stored in the, in the call bank before you just jokingly asked if, if the last impression was Wally Wackyman. Fair enough. Oh my God. I, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Pat, you I gave proper to, context to it. I appreciate it. I wasn't able to listen live when I was on hold. That's crazy that, that Wally got brought up. Well, he did, but you delivered. It's your moment now, Chief. 
<laughs> you have a I great night. I appreciate it, Tom. Yeah, you too. Thanks okay. so much for the show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just act like you've been here before. That's all I say to the Patrick Contnor. Con- he responded to me. What did he say? He said that he uh, desperately needs human interaction. Oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, looks like it might be time to end the best show tonight, huh? Wrap that bad boy up. Worm it up. Thanks, everybody. For listening. And remember, my book, It Never Ends, is in stores now. National bestseller. Keep keep supporting the book, huh? I know there's a lot of you out there that didn't get it yet. Now's the time to get it. You want it, right? Then go get it. I got a lot of nice responses, and I appreciate everybody who, who who has said kind things to me. So thank you so much. And I says to you, we'll see you next week. Any words from the from the staff here? Um, as far as closing remarks? Anything, yeah, anything. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and help get us above 10K so we can put direct message links in our stories. Well, that just goes, that's that's a great, that's a, that, a yes, Pat, 100%. So we're at Best Show for Life. That's number four, L-I-F-E, on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on there, too. And, uh, yeah, if we get to 10K, we can put the, the episode of the show in the story, and then people can swipe up and hear it. But we got to get to 10K. We're at 8,000. We got to 8, get there. Come on, everybody. Follow follow us. Best show, number four, life. On Instagram. Get us on to Instagram 10K. So we can spread, the, we can spread the, the, the wealth and make the show as available as possible. Or if you work for Instagram, verify us. Yeah, or verify us. Yeah, make sure you're going over to the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/TheBestShow. So far, go. coming up, mm-hmm. meet my friends, the friends. Tons yeah. of great stuff. Yeah, and we're going. We're getting back at it. I, I've been yeah. in book promotion. Everybody, I'm. We're pulling it together. It's getting there. I apologize for the relative lack of stuff, but I, it's. I take it very seriously and I appreciate your patience. It's going to be, it's all worth it. And I promise to keep making it worth it. So thank you so much. And we'll be back next. Mike, anything? APMike.bandcamp.com. He's got strudel uh, up there. My strudel. Come on. Ride the worm. He ride it. Come on. Ride the worm. He ride it. Come on. Ride the worm. That's a down on that note. Ride on the that word. note, I'm at this is the hey, final episode of the show. <laughs> Congratulations, you killed the best show. You did it. You finally did it. Are you saying and ride it at the end? Come on, you can ride it. Come you on, can ride it. Ride it. What about the worm. One? What about that? Quad one? City Come DJs. On. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on, you can ride it. You can ride it. Come on, ride the worm. You can ride it. <laughs> Come on with the worm jam. Right? Get the Space Jam soundtrack going. Make it Worm Jam. We can do it all, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks.
Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.